0: Shadows to Life, Chapter 2 Scratch September 20th, Morning Damien knocked and entered Daisy's room, unbidden. The pretense of waiting for any kind of invitation was long since abandoned, as he'd never received one in all the years he'd lived at the crisis center, and didn't expect that to change any time soon. A familiar, musty smell greeted him, mixed with a variety of Old foods and an almost overpowering stink of hashish and meth. The room was a virtual cornucopia of drugs for anyone brave enough to sneak in and rifle through Daze's belongings. Though, none ever had, nor probably ever would. Not if they valued their life, that is. And, as if Daze himself wasn't enough of a deterrent to keep out, there was also the sanitation issues. Every visible inch was covered with junk. There were Chinese takeout boxes and clothes strewn all over the floor, and Damien knew there were dressers to the side, adjacent to the bed, but it was impossible to pick them out in between the cardboard boxes, apparel, and various random crap that surrounded them. Even the bed in the middle of the room was covered in various paraphernalia. The TV had a pizza box hanging down, covering whatever days had been watching. A flicker of curiosity passed through Damien as he wondered what was on, but he'd never touch it. As usual, he waited at the door to be summoned. Day sat in a recliner at the back of the room, next to what appeared to be a shower in the corner, with no door. His long, dirty blonde hair draped down either side of his bare but emaciated chest while he looked up at the ceiling, covered in enough smoke to put any 70s bar to shame. Daisy's expression was the same as always. His long face and rabbit-like teeth were slack. His narrow but cat-like brown eye held a familiar hint of yellow as it stared up at nothing. The other eye, all black, danced back and forth as if seeing a light show that was hidden from the rest of the world. The filthy hipster didn't look like much. At only five foot six, his skin and bony body could only be described as unhealthy. But Daze's appearance belied an incredible power that Damien had witnessed firsthand, when the bastard had broken Scabs' arm using just his grip and pressure with one thumb. Near the door were several wooden chairs so that people could sit while they waited. Or at least that was what Damien had always assumed they were for. He never bothered. Who knew how clean they were? And besides, he was never made to wait long. Daze was technically a siphon like Damien but not an actual field agent. His job title was Overseer, and while he remained second in rank only to Howard in the Vancouver area, most of Days' responsibilities were unclear, even to Damien. He was like a communications officer who relayed orders so that Howard didn't have to do it directly. Days also had a very unique power even among siphons that allowed him to see and hear shadows. Any shadow, so long as it was nearby. Sure enough, it was only minutes before Daze's eyes refocused, and he beckoned Damien over with a casual wave. As Damien walked past Daze's television, he could see around the other side of the pizza box, and noticed it was on a blank channel, the volume muted. What a weirdo, he thought. Watch TV like a normal person, you freak. His inner eyes rolling, Damien dismissed ever trying to figure out his overseer. The man appeared virtually out of touch with the real world half the time, and was far too dangerous to question openly. Every single siphon that had ever challenged Days were either maimed or dead. There was a part of Damien that wondered if he could take him. To his knowledge, he was the strongest field agent that had ever served with Days. But it would serve no purpose. Even if he won, he'd only enrage Howard, someone he definitely couldn't fight. And Damien had never been one for taking risks, anyway. Even as Daze lit up his bong, Damien approached with caution and remained out of direct striking distance. Was that little scuffle really necessary? Daze asked, without looking up, as he toked on the straw. Of course it was. You know me. I only do what's necessary, Damien said with a shrug. Daze's all-black eyes swiveled towards Leech, who added an enthusiastic nod under the piercing stare. It was only Daze's black eye that could see Leech. And though it was the subject of much discussion between siphons, no one knew what had been done to Daze's eye to allow him to see shadows. But no one was crazy enough to ask, either. Daze was infamous for his short temper and casual abuse of his sloth ability. He'd sucked the energy right out of the initiates just for making him irritated, Leaving them to the enthusiastic and cruel devices of their roommates, Leech shuffled uncomfortably under Daze's stare and moved further back, using Damien's body as a shield. Damien too felt like squirming when Daze's shiny obsidian eye focused independently on Leech, as his brown one stared at him. But now wasn't the time to show weakness; it never was at the crisis center. What's up, Daze? "'Damien said, feigning nonchalance. "'I got your text saying we had to come in early today.' "'What do you think it is?' Day said, in between tokes, "'Small tendrils of smoke escaped his mouth and nose with the words. "'Damien's heart sunk. "'He'd been hoping for something a lot less stressful, "'like perhaps skydiving or fighting a mountain lion with his bare hands. "'I need to go see Howard?' he asked. Mr. Chen, Daze corrected, and Damien shrugged uncomfortably under the preceding glare. Daze was the only one who insisted that Howard be called Mr. Chen, and he did it even though Mr. Chen himself asked to be called Howard. It was another one of Days's stranger quirks, and another untouchable pizza box that Damien wouldn't go near. Er, right, Damien said taking the opportunity to escape from the room. Once he knew what to do, there wasn't any point in sticking around. Daze didn't dismiss his underlings and preferred to use a charged silence instead of verbal criticism. It was an entirely effective method on all those with a sense of self-preservation. As Damien shut the door, he could see Daze lie back down, both eyes unfocused again as he went back to whatever it was that allowed him to communicate with Shadows. The door made a small creak as Damien closed it behind him. He reflected on Days' attitude. How, though they both respected Howard so much, and yet went about showing it in such different ways. Days almost certainly took the use of Howard's first name as insubordinate, but Damien simply wanted to do as Mr. Chen himself instructed him to. Damien didn't just respect their boss, he wanted to become him. The problem was that going to see Howard meant that something big was going on. Either Damien had done something terribly wrong, or he was about to go on a mission dangerous or important enough that it was coming directly from the man himself. Damien headed to his locker opposite Daisy's room, and, with a quick shoulder check to make sure no one was watching, he entered the combination and opened up the door. Inside were the nicest clothes he owned. Howard didn't allow siphons, or anyone for that matter, to come see him looking like a scrub. Which is exactly why Damien kept his nicest and only suit nearby, so he could change at a moment's notice. His normal, dark clothes of a nondescript nature were perfect for going unnoticed, but still effective at blending into dark alleys and streets, while also being roomy enough that they allowed for freedom of motion in a fight. His suit was the real costume just expensive enough that he looked like a guy on the verge of success, but not so expensive that he appeared wealthy. Damien was pulling off his black cargo pants and slipping one leg into his dress pants when he felt a hand caress his ass from behind. Remove your hand now, or I'll remove it for you, he growled, without looking back. The offending hand was removed, but not before sending a powerful wave of sexual desire through his body making him shiver with want and shake with anger. How dare she! Damien whipped around and grabbed Scratch by the throat, slamming her into his locker, hard. She let out a little gasp of surprise and pain. Don't do that! Damien roared, though he loosened his hand around her slim neck. Scratch's large brown eyes widened in anger. She had a temper, like him. I was trying to thank you for standing up for me, she added, when his eyebrows furrowed in confusion. He leaned in close. The space between them narrowed impossibly thin, and Damien couldn't help a sharp intake of breath as the scent of coconut and blueberries with a hint of mint tickled his nose. He felt his heart beat faster, dulling his anger enough to let a single thought push its way through to the foreground of his attention. She was beautiful. Whether alone or in a crowd, his eyes just seemed to naturally find her, usually in the tightest, most revealing outfit he could imagine. Her parents, as she told Damien, were from the Congo, and like them, she had a particularly dark, almost bluish skin. It was like lake water with a moonlight reflection, deep and mysterious. Damien threw her on the floor, The beads in her tightly braided hair clacked as they made contact with the hardwood. He looked down at her. She didn't have overly large breasts, but her athletic body spoke of a fiercely stringent exercise routine, and she had the small lean muscles of a fighter. She didn't move from where she fell, and instead opted to lean on her hands warily, waiting for what Damien would do next. Kick her. Knock her teeth out. "'Show her to never do that again. "'To never touch you again.' "'He stared at her in his stocking feet and underwear "'as his breathing huffed in and out angrily. "'His voice became a whisper that only Leech would hear. "'His lips barely moved as he spoke. "'You know the same rules apply to her as they do to Burns. "'I can't strike her for using greed powers on me, "'even though everyone knows how angry I get. "'Plus, she wasn't challenging me directly.' like Burns was, and Bruce's on her might be considered interfering with a mission. Damien, you fool. This will only add to the rumors surrounding you and Scratch. That's true, Damien thought. Better at least yell. I wasn't standing up for you, Damien roared. I was putting Burns in his place. "'I don't care what the others say. I've never protected you. "'I don't even care if you exist or not. "'But practice your powers on me again, and I'll end your ass.' "'Damien turned just in time to see three large dogs and a raccoon baring their teeth at him. "'His voice was raw with anger and leftover desire as he spoke. "'Call off your animals, or I'll put them down too.' "'With a flick of her wrist, Scratch some of them into a protective ring.' I'm sorry, Damien. Boney said that you... Shut up! I don't care what Boney said. You know that I never saved you that night. I took out those guys because I wanted to. It had nothing to do with you. If I'd have known how everyone was going to misinterpret my actions, then I would have let them finish what they were doing with the fireworks before I tore them apart. Damien stepped over Scratch dangerously. All four of her animals let out a low growl. Stay away from me, he said over his shoulder, and turned on his heel, walking back to his locker. Hopefully that put an end to the rumors, he thought. But when he bent over and looked down at his pants, which had dropped to the floor in his fury, he found that they had collected a small amount of dust on the side of one leg. Damien blanched at the sight as beads of sweat collected on his forehead. Look at what she's done. The fear made Damien all the angrier. He whipped back, still in his stocking feet. Do you see what you've done? I'm sorry, Damien, Scratch said, her voice tight. Why, today, he thought. Howard didn't put up with any kind of scruffiness. He might as well walk in wearing a potato sack or something. Damien looked down at her. He could see that she was angry, too, as well as remorseful. Maybe he'd overreacted. But there wasn't time for anything else. Besides, he could never apologize. It'd only make his situation that much more precarious, and once again add to the rumors surrounding him. That he was kind and weak. As usual, Leach seemed to read his thoughts. She's the one who displayed weakness in showing her feelings for you. Let the others punish her. You don't want to be late for your meeting. Damien turned back and gave Leech a quick nod while he hurriedly finished dressing. Being late was worse than being a little dirty, and he was in enough trouble as it was. That's it for another week. Please, if you haven't already, take a moment to follow me on Twitter, at RobVJohnson, and if you have any comments or questions, I'll be happy to answer them there. See you next time.